0: The City of Albuquerque Public Art Urban Enhancement Division and Department of Arts and Culture proudly present Take Another Look. Built on the foundation of two city ordinances, art in municipal places, and the Urban Enhancement Trust Fund, the Public Art Urban Enhancement Division provides funds to artists to create art for the public, as well as arts organizations for arts and cultural programming. Join us as we discuss everything related to funding artists in the public realm with host Joni Palmer.
1: Hello, I'm Joni Palmer, and welcome back to Take Another Look at Albuquerque's Public Art. Today, we will be taking a look behind the scenes at a project that is currently in the works, the glass mosaic and glass panel installations at Albuquerque's International District Library. But before we dig in, uh, I want to start this fifth episode, can you believe it? Five episodes in, uh, with some shout-outs. So uh, first, we wouldn't be able to do this podcast and the accompanying uh, YouTube without the city of Albuquerque media resources team. So I'm going to list off some of the people. If I miss anybody, um, I know there's a lot of people in media resources, so thank you to everyone. So Diego Lucero, media resources manager. Tony Rodriguez, business technology specialist. Henry I, I, wow, I really messed up that name, sorry. Um, cable production assistant, William Makarski, cable TV programming coordinator, and all the other folks in the City of Albuquerque Media Resources. Uh, thank you for working with us in the studio to make these recordings happen, and we really appreciate the work you do post-recording. Uh, so that we can get the podcast and video online for our listeners and those who watch YouTube. So thank you very much. Yes, indeed. And a big shout out to Mandolin Sanchez. She's here in the studio with us and she's here every time with us. Uh, The education and outreach coordinator in the city's public art urban enhancement division. Mandolin is doing the heavy lifting behind the scenes. She's reaching out to guests, figuring out our schedules, and creating the Take Another Look newsletter. Thank you, Mandolin, for everything that you do. Yes, thanks. All right, so we'll get started. I have two guests in the studio with me today, Uh, Robin Robinson, one of the staff at the city's Public Art Urban Enhancement Division, and Reyes Padilla. So thank you both of you for coming into the studio and talking with me about this compelling project. I'm I'm excited it's, it's to talk it's great about great to it. be here. Yeah. Yeah. Thank
2: you very much. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to um, couple brief bios here so that our listeners can get a little bit of a better sense of who both of you are. Um, so Robin, um, she is the former director of arts at MSP. She developed arts and cultural program at Minneapolis International Airport which received praise from transportation writers and national media. Robin is a uh, well-known Emmy-winning news broadcaster in the Twin Cities uh, and as the first African-American primetime anchor in Minnesota. oh, that's awesome. Thank you. It was during that time that she also produced and hosted the first nightly arts and entertainment segment in a major newscast, The Buzz. So Robin is the creative mind behind ROX, R-O-X, jewelry designs. Her work has been on display at the Studio Museum in Harlem in the collection of the Minnesota Historical Society. She's exhibited in art galleries in Minneapolis and St. Paul and has been featured in fashion magazines. Robin currently sits on the Santa Fe Arts Commission.
3: Wow, it's great to have you. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah, you've done a lot. Uh, It's been a a long and and winding career, but all of it very, very fulfilling. Uh, The arts part is the second part, and this is the part that I'm really happiest about.
1: Oh, that's great. We're lucky to have you. Oh, thanks. Thanks. And Reyes Padilla um, is an Albuquerque-based painter and muralist whose creations on canvas and site-specific installations take inspiration from the New Mexico landscape and the multicultural environment in which he was raised. Born in Santa Fe, Reyes first discovered his artistry through music as his experience of sound translated to a visual experience, a neurological phenomenon known as synesthesia. Reyes's process of painting to music is of the moment, his mim- imagery and brushstrokes colliding naturally in an active dance of sight and sound. In 2022, Reyes was selected to create a custom architectural glass installation for what we're gonna be talking about today, the new International District Library with the Albuquerque Public Art Program. Thank you for joining us in the studio.
2: I'm happy to be here talking about this awesome project. Yeah, yeah. it's. Um,
1: well, I guess I should set the stage a little bit, right? So for, I keep saying International District, the, the library, and things like that. So first, uh, the International District uh, Library is located at 7605 Central Avenue Northeast, just east of San Pablo Avenue Northeast. It is one of 18 public libraries in Albuquerque and Bernalillo County. The International District uh, encompasses approximately 3.9 square miles. It's bounded by San Mateo, Lomas, Wyoming, and Gibson Boulevards. This area includes the communities of Fair West, La Mesa, South San Pedro, Trumbull Village, and Elder Homestead, as well as Expo New Mexico, the site of the New Mexico State Fair. It is one of the most ethnically diverse areas in Albuquerque. Okay, so now that we know where we are talking about, uh, I'm going to start with you, Robin. Okay. Um, so
3: why is this a unique project? It's unique for, for a lot of different reasons, Joni. Uh, number one, you just mentioned it. This is a, a, a very ethnically diverse community, and I, I'd say that there are over three or four dozen different languages and dialects that are spoken there. It is also one of the most economically challenged mm. uh, districts as well and and for a long time there was not a lot of art appreciation that was being given to that particular neighborhood uh it was probably one of the most underserved art public arts neighborhoods uh that that we had and so this is a really special project because not only does it enhance this new library that's coming out on Central Avenue, but it gives an opportunity for Albuquerque artists to connect internationally and develop and grow their talents in a way that allows them to come back and bring it back to the community and 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 train other people uh, in the profession, in the, the the style of work that they're, they're working in. Mm. And, and Glass fabrication is, is one of the most toughest things that, that people can do. And to work with Meyer of Munich is an mm. amazing opportunity, right. not just for uh for the artist, but for this district too. Right, right. Well so can you provide
1: us uh with a little bit of uh background, how did this project come about?
3: Well, I have to give the, the credit to Sherry Brueggemann, who is a supervisor for the Public Art Urban Enhancement Division. It was her vision to see uh, uh, us be able to really grow uh, the, the work of artists here in the community. And so, uh, putting together a, a draft for a grant with the National Endowment for the Arts, and our town uh, grants, we were able to get the money to to put this project together. Uh, After that, uh, mayor of Munich has always wanted to work in Albuquerque, but Mm. did not have the opportunity to work on many projects here. So it was just simpatico. It was the right time and the right place for us to be able to work with a company that is over 140 years old, is known internationally for its work in stained glass. And the number of artists, amazing artists that they work with. Uh, Ellsworth Kelly, um, uh, Nick Cave, Kiki Smith—giants uh, t- in the yeah. art field—and yeah. so the the fact that they really wanted to come to Albuquerque, work with artists, and give uh, uh, artists here the opportunity to really grow and and learn it—it's it, it's an amazing opportunity for us. And Sherry had the vision, so I, I celebrate her.
1: Well, I'll um, well, walk us through the process in, in terms of the site selection, the artist selection, um, the artist process from a staff perspective, because we'll be talking with Reyes in a few minutes about uh, about his work. Um, yeah, how did, how, how did all those pieces come together? We've talked about them in previous podcasts.
3: Right. I know you guys have talked about the, the public art process, and yeah. it's a long process. It's a lengthy process. And so you have to start at ground zero when mm-hmm. you're putting together a project to make sure that public art is there from the start. And I, I think that makes it a much more effective project. So when we were building the, the International District Library, the, the idea came in immediately. Where are we going to identify areas that public art can be placed it also had to be functional and that's a a really important part of of, of public art people think it's just mural but it also has to serve a purpose and a function for the facility as well you know they've got challenges with a lot of homelessness in the area uh, and a lot of times there's a lot of destruction so we have to be able to put things in that can really sustain a lot of wear Mm. and tear that needs maintenance uh, and upkeep But also in the interior, you also want to create a space that is welcoming, inviting, and it says something to the people that use the library that it it reflects them. It -hmm. reflects the culture, it reflects the people, it reflects the ideas. And so we start putting together ideas by bringing in a selection committee from the community. Mm -hmm. Uh, We make sure that we have representatives from nonprofit groups as well as uh, municipal uh, representatives. Uh, the architects that helped build the, uh, the, the library, as well as the library director because they know how things function mm-hmm. and how things should go. And so we, we bring them together and we started a couple of years in advance really trying mm-hmm. to get an idea from people as to what this library needs to be, who is it serving, what it can offer. But then from the public art perspective, how can we get a diverse representation of artists to mm. uh, to to work on a project like this. And so we brought in Reyes and uh, over a dozen artists from the community to walk through the library. Okay. As it was just opening to the public, they got to see it and really get to see every nook and corner as why it was designed a certain way, why the children's room was designed in a certain mm. way, why the young adult's room is in this part of the main part of the library, the community rooms, who are we honoring by having some of these rooms here? So we want to let people feel that they are connected to the library by uh, giving um, designations from some of the, the leaders in the community by uh, giving uh, putting up portraits or, or naming a room after uh, people in the community. And so we walk them through, we have them meet with the library director and the architects to really talk about the fine points, whether it's the the, uh, the serpentine glass wall that is part of the, the, uh, the library's uh, structure, whether it's the slotted windows in the children's room, the colors of the circles. The c- some of the folks in the community said that the circle represents unity and an everlasting uh, a connection. So those ideas are built into the structure as well. Then we bring in Meyer of Munich to really kind of give the artists an idea as to who they are and what they do. And again, Mm -hmm. this is a company that's over 160 years old that served the king Mm -hmm. uh, at one point, that survived World War II, uh, reinvented itself, and and really became a glass fabricator in many different ways. Uh, and, And try to give them a feel as to how they work. And how their ideas can be interpreted by Meyer of Munich into glass. Mm. So you're teaching these artists with a a week-long experience going to Munich, Germany and really translating their ideas and learning how it can be translated into glass. Bring it back to the community. We do a number of public workshops uh, and to let people know uh, what's happening, how they can be involved in it, and then when Reyes comes back this is what he's going to be working on. The presentations to Mayer of Munich and all of us were, were amazing, but it was Reyes's ability to think in color, that yeah. he is familiar with the international district. He is from uh, New Mexico. All those things really won him the the commission and we're really thrilled uh that we're still working on this and and making sure the community knows step by step what he's doing before he gets started on the uh the fabrication and installation
1: wow that's great
3: so it sounds like
1: um well my next question uh, was about the partnerships in many ways with regard to funding organizations and individuals. And you've already talked about, there's a lot of people involved there's in this a project. a lot of
3: people. The Library Foundation was an instrumental in making sure that we could really get uh, Reyes the help that he needed mm-hmm. to get to Munich and study uh, with Maya Munich. And then again, the, the funding, the na- National Endowment uh, for the Arts Grants and the Art Town grants are really important because they, they really stress diversity and really trying to grow an artist's career. And so uh, I, I think this is going to be really a great opportunity for, for Reyes because once he's completed, he can take this back to other artists and show them how to do the same procedures. And it also teaches people a little bit about how public art works. I mean, this yeah. is a two or three-year project. Right. You know? right. A lot of times, people think, "Oh, it happens like that." No, it takes a long time because we we try to refine it and fine tune it. You know, Ray's comes back with ideas. The selection committee might have different ideas on how they want to see it presented. The community might have different ideas on how they want to present it. So we just keep fine tuning it, and fine tuning it until we get it right, get it approved by the city, start fabricating and putting it inside.
1: Oh, that's exciting.
3: It is. Yeah. I I'm, yeah. it, I love working in public art because it's such an amazing opportunity to not only grow an artist, but you're growing a city.
1: Right. Yeah.
3: Well, I'm going to ask you in just a couple, uh,
1: couple seconds about, about how you got into public art. But I just want to um, say a few more things um, about you and your work with um, – Uh, with this group in uh, Munich, Germany. So Reyes is Mm -hmm. creating custom architectural glass at the International District Library. So
2: you recently went to Munich, and when was that? I was there in uh, January, uh, uh, end of January this year. Okay, about a year ago. Yeah,
1: almost a year. And You spent a week there Mm -hmm. working with them. Yeah. Um, So you've already said a few things about Uh, about Franz Meyer of Munich, but I'll say a couple other things. Um, They are a fine art fabrication studio. Um, They produce high profile public work and international projects created in collaboration with architects, contemporary artists, and designers in both architectural glass and innovative mosaics. It's worth taking a look at their website. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty amazing yeah. the work that they have done. Yeah. And they're 150 over 150 years old. Um, and Erica Behrens, who is the uh, mayor of Munich, director in the U.S. and in Canada, uh, she visited Albuquerque just recently last right. month. Right. 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 She was here to
3: help us with our public hearings.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, and so so, and she was also talking with the community. Yeah. And continuing her work with you,
2: right? Yeah, we're kind of going over, kind of a refresh and and you know what is this project? Because mm-hmm. one of the things uh, that I've noticed uh, coming out of it was people were still a little bit like, what's what's going on? What what is this? And mm-hmm. so it was to just you know bring in her way of sharing uh, the. Her expertise and what Meyer brings to the table, um, and this whole, in this whole new media um, that's coming to Albuquerque, yeah. um, and sharing that with the with the community, especially now that the library's up and running, because the last time she was here, the library hadn't even opened the doors yet. Oh, okay. So this was a new, uh, fresh opportunity to just kind of have some presentations with her here um, now that the libraries being used yeah and so we had some some uh great presentations and it was also in conjunction with um some more community engagement that we had going on which you know we can expand on uh, a little more
1: well first my first question for you is 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 how
2: did you get involved in public art um just something that i've been interested in since i was a, a kid um driving around Santa Fe, like seeing murals and, and things like that, seeing graffiti. Um, it was always kind of a inspiration of how can I be able to put Mm. my art on a building? Um, and so as I started to be, uh, become an artist and, uh, become more, uh, reliant on art as a way of making a living, um, I learned about calls, and and that was just the natural path of applying and um, and getting rejected and learning <laughs> <how> to, <laughs> and learning how right? to you know uh, learn from those rejections and uh, takes a number of them in order to get accepted. So um, yeah, it's 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 just always been a, a dream of mine uh, to 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 do it. And, do it a number of ways at first you do murals for free you um, mm. then you start taking on private ones here and there just people who want something wherever um, and then you know the the jobs tend to grow and you keep at it so really? um, yeah uh, it's it's really cool to just see the, the different types of ways um, Public art can happen, and I never would have expected something uh. like this to come about,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah, so how, so you mentioned um, applying for, for <coughs> these different uh, projects. How did you hear about this project, and what about it was, uh, why, why did you apply for this particular project?
2: Yeah, um, well, I remember seeing the call, and I had recently just learned about Myra Munich because Erica had been in town. And she had uh, she had met with uh, my partner Natalie Volker, um, so they had um, like had a meeting just the two of them of just how Meyer mm. works. And so um, I heard about this just through Natalie, and um, I checked out their work. And then when I saw the call, I was like, "Holy moly! This mm. is this is um, something." to To apply for, you know, um, so I think just having that um, that kind of secondhand uh, um, knowledge of yeah. of Myra Munich and what they were capable of and their history, um, I knew right away. Yeah, that's that's something I want to do, um, and then yeah, went to apply, became a finalist, and then uh then became uh the the artist involved yeah
1: mm-hmm. well so um how did you well what what influenced your initial design and how mm-hmm. has that how has that changed and
2: in what ways uh two things like um the the location of the library um which is the international <laughs> district and just the the <coughs> multicultural nature of of the id so just having so many different backgrounds in that community i wanted to convey all these different um all these different um ethnicities all these different um and ancest- ancestries mm-hmm. and just show them within within my style of work. So I wanted to bring this kind of global connection together mm-hmm. within, my, within my work. And then the other uh, initial inspiration was the idea behind the building of the library, mm-hmm. which was this concept of like uh, grass or f- like flowers growing through the concrete. So I just took that concept and used it almost as a compositional element and my work tends to have a organic feeling so you can kind of think of it as a natural growth kind of um uh, vibe if you want mm-hmm. um, so i just took that that vibe and used the compositional element to to move upward and then within those marks, I was taking elements of the globe and um, piecing them and scattering them within the within the marks. Um, so it was kind of just this um, this uh, uh, like scattering of and um, gathering of all mm. the different uh, pieces that make up the ID. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then colors initially were. Um, these New Mexico landscape colors, but it's grown a lot in the sense of um, I want to focus on a lot of the history Mm -hmm. um, that's there in that location and then a lot of the influence that's come from the community engagement components because we're getting um, just so many different insights from from the community engagement. And then um, we're also seeing different areas of the library that are getting more um, usage Mm, and more engagement than we had first expected. So having um, more options to place artwork in the library is kind of influencing the composition. So um, this just kind of leans or uh, changes a little bit of the um, subject and like so, or uh, it, it changes the themes, so or mm-hmm. it adds themes to it. Yeah. So um, now it's adding history and um, different components to, to move around the library.
1: So, what does um, both of you have mentioned? You mentioned workshops, you've mentioned community engagement. Mm-hmm. What does that look like?
3: Well, oftentimes it. it it's a difficult thing to gauge because you are trying to draw people into a, a place where they are going to share ideas. You have to really think about the the location as well. I mean the IDL, the, the International District Library is great, but it's also a place where people are trying to get work done. Mm-hmm. you have to think right. about uh people's schedules they have kids they have work what time do they get off uh, a location that's near a public transportation center so people can get there uh do we feed them do we uh, oh, all, the you logistics. Know, all those different logistics that you have to yeah. think about then on top of that bringing in the artist to talk about what his ideas are and then try to engage the people to give him ideas that can really build on what he's talking about and so what uh, uh what Reyes did and and with our help we set up stations throughout the the library that ask people questions. What are the colors that you think of when you think of uh, New Mexico? What are your favorite songs? Mm. Um, A number of different things.
1: Do you come up with those those questions or or was that a group exercise?
2: Yeah that was that was uh, uh, me and
3: and I worked with uh, Faith Okuma, Okuma, who is yeah. one of the architects uh, for surrounding oh, studios, which is based up in Santa Fe. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, and um, and sh- uh, her and I just bounced a lot of questions, and some of the questions were um, from the initial community engagement we did a year ago, and then we grew off of those questions. Mm. And she has done a lot of community engagement based on the. Um, landscape architecture she did at the library and so she just had uh, a way of asking the questions that were much better for the public to Mm. um, yeah that that must be a learning experience yeah it was it was uh, much more approachable Mm -hmm. and so um, we kind of tweaked some of the questions and added some more and then um, she gave me a few and I basically change those into what I wanted to get out of them, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so, yeah, like Robin was saying, we, were, we put different stations around the library, and through those stations, I was able to, at the same time, gauge which ones were being interacted with more, mm-hmm. so you can kind of get, okay, this this part of the library is getting a little bit more activity maybe that wants more artwork right. and some questions were more direct like do you want art right here <laughs> and why right, or yeah. why not mm-hmm. and i mean usually no one's going to say no to that that right. part mm-hmm. um, but um uh and then yeah musical influences um which which parts of the new mexican landscape are are uh, your favorite like yeah and things like that that i can abstract and put into into my work yeah um, and then um what what's your um what's your background what brought you to the id um yeah. and um and that allows me to take pieces of the globe and put them into the
3: work and the hardest part about public art is getting a public to participate, I right. think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we wanna make sure that they know what's happening because a lot of times people say, well, we didn't know this was happening, this is happening in our community, we should have some input. That's why we do a number of, of public discussions and public hearings, and it also feeds and drives uh, Reyes's work as, as well. So people feel connected. Right. And they, they feel proud of what's happening in their community, and they can talk about it knowledgeably and say, I had a hand in it. To me, that's the most important thing. At some point, somebody may walk down the street with a cousin, a brother, a sister, a, a relative, and say, I helped with that. And that's yeah. what's really important about public art,
1: and and that's what that's why this is a really exciting episode is because this is a project that's in the works. You all, our our listeners and watchers, you can still be a part of this process. Yeah, yeah. and in what ways can they still be
3: a part of the process? Uh, we are are still taking input from the public uh, that can help Reyes with his questions on community and and how he is envisioning this project and there will be some more public discussion uh, about the project as it keeps getting developed as we keep saying it's it's a process in the works it's fine-tuning and uh, it's exciting to get the public involved and so we'll have a few more steps and we'll let them know through our website our our newsletters and uh, hopefully we'll be back and talk more about it on the program
1: oh that would be great it would be really wonderful to um, walk people through the space. Maybe we could do something like that. that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be very cool. Well, um, we're about out of time. Is there any any other last comments that or thoughts you'd like to share?
3: I, I just uh, want to re- uh, reemphasize again that public art is a it's a, a process in itself. Uh, it's really done for the community at large, and we want people to know that. Representation is very important in in each community, and when we finish with the the IDL, it will be a legacy project that people will be able to talk about and embrace in real time. Cool. Mm-hmm. And how and about you? Yeah. Um,
2: thanks to everybody who's uh, already helped and with the input for the um, community engagement uh, aspect and shown up to the public hearings and. Um, just uh, loaned um, advice and input along the way and um, with all the seeing all that uh, input it just like reignites all the energy into the into the project and there wouldn't be much to go off without that public input so uh, thanks to everybody who's already um, been a part of it along the way well, thank you both for joining me in the studio thank today. Thank you, It's been great. Thank you.
1: Yeah, this is, uh, it's a lot of fun to be able to talk about these projects, and we'll be talking about more projects in the future, hopefully coming back to this one. And by the way, our libraries offer a wealth of services, resources, and events. To learn more about Albuquerque and Bernalillo County Public Libraries, you can go to cabq.gov backslash abq-library. That was good. <laughs> so please join us for our next episode uh, which will be released on Wednesday the 10th of January 2024 uh, I'm really excited about talking with Albuquerque's Mayor Keller as well as arts and culture director Dr. Shell Sanchez about the new art gallery in City Hall so thank you for listening and we hope that after you've listened to this podcast that you will go out and take another look at Albuquerque's Public Art.
0: Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Albuquerque Public Art Program, the public art collection, opportunities for artists, and so much more, visit cabq.gov slash public art. To learn more about the Urban Enhancement Trust Fund, visit cabq.gov UETF. Tune in next time to take another look at the City of Albuquerque Public Art Urban Enhancement Division.